Everyone wants to talk about the Wildcats' backcourt right now, but there's a player that could slide one through four that may end up being Kentucky's secret weapon this year. You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily podcast on the Kentucky Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, what is going on, Big Blue Nation? Welcome on in to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Lance Dahl, writer for Sports Illustrated for various SEC-related things. But on this podcast, we take a dive into all things Kentucky athletics. On today's episode of Locked On Kentucky, going to be talking about what could end up being the Wildcats' secret weapon on their roster this year, Adu Fierro going to talk about what he may end up being for the Wildcats this season, going to talk about just how different he looked for UK during his minutes in the Global Jam. Thank you so much for making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day. want to remind everybody out there that we are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. If you would like to subscribe over there, if you're listening on podcasts, please follow along there wherever you are tuning in. It would be much appreciated. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it. Adu Thiero, last year for the Wildcats, a bit of a wild card for UK, and I think he's going to be even more so uh, this upcoming season. The big thing that stands out about Adu Thiero compared to last season is quite literally just how big he's gotten. He has, I think, transformed his body, not just from a height pers- perspective, he's gained a couple of inches, but also he has put on some muscle. And I don't necessarily know if it's translated to a significant amount of pounds, but I mean, man, he is really, really impressed uh, me with what he's been able to do in the weight room this offseason. Uganda Nienzo as well, he's somebody that we've continued to harp on on the show about how they have just managed to transform their bodies this offseason. Whenever you talk about player development, it's something that's kind of, Uh, tossed around a phrase, a term that's kind of discussed when it comes to um, conversations surrounding players moving through the collegiate game and even in the NBA as well. And something that I don't think that's specifically talked about is the separation between physical development and mental development. Obviously, you want to be able to learn more about the game as you progress through college, and the more experience you have, the more understanding and knowledge of what you need to do individually on the court uh, becomes. And then also on top of that, you are able to learn about how you flow with your team as well. But something that I think is is kind of thrown in there and it, it's thought about but not really elaborated upon is how seriously these players take their physical development because a lot of change happens for players and kids around this time for for everybody everybody grows everybody changes but Adutiero has taken it upon himself to really really hone in on just becoming an absolute unit uh, on the basketball court this offseason And I think that's where the conversation starts to change what could have been for Thierro is now that he's, I think, physically more aggressive, which we got to see in the Global Jam, we are going to discuss him in a bit of a different light with his role and his ability to become that secret weapon this upcoming year. So what we've been kind of discussing here on the podcast throughout the summer is how Kentucky's going to do not just their starting lineup, but how they're going to run 
their rotation. And if you go over to Kim Palm, you get to see, you know, how Kentucky was able to operate with their lineups over at least the past five games of the five final games of the season. Kaysen Wallace, Antonio Reeves, Chris Livingston, Jacob Toppin, and Sheepway. That was the most frequent lineup over the final five games of the regular season. And as you started to dip lower and lower into the depth chart, you got to see a Duthiero either play the two or play the three for Kentucky at different points last season. Now, I will also let this be noted that Antonio Reeves in those lineups with a Duthiero was put at the one on Kimpom. I would lean towards a Duthiero being more of a point guard and Reeves more of an off-ball scorer, uh, in those rotations that Kentucky had last season, but it doesn't really matter. The point being, Aduthiero was either in the backcourt or he was playing at the wing position for Kentucky. This year, I'm not sure Kentucky's going to give him a lot of looks at, uh, a, I don't want to say point guard, but yeah, point guard. Somebody that is kind of controlling the offense every other set, you know, play, playing a little off ball as well. I think because of his physical stature at 6'7", 6'8", uh, and really, really physical on top of that. I'm not 6'8". We'll just we'll call him 6'7". Uh, really physical on top of that. I think that you have to play him dominantly at small forward. And coming out of high school, Adutiero was not labeled as the most elite shooter. And so it kind of lets you, you know, wrap your mind around where Kentucky may be going with this. I genuinely believe that if UK wants to play a small ball rotation, which at some point here we're going to talk about the platoon system, and I'm gonna just I'm gonna I'm going to discuss it at some point here on the show soon. You could see a Duthiero and a small ball lineup play at the four for Kentucky this upcoming season. And again, this all this all goes back to his change this offseason. You got to see that in the Global Jam, which is where I want to tra- transition to next. Another reason why he may be a secret weapon. Look at the way that this guy played during the Global Jam. I'll pull up his stats for you here real quick. 7.5 points per game. He shot 46% from the floor. He only took six threes, um, but he missed all of them. And he averaged 5.8 rebounds, three assists, almost two steals per game, 1.3 blocks, and he only had half a turnover per contest. So that's three assists to half a turnover in 27 minutes of action. He got minutes. He actually got a lot more minutes than Dillingham, Shepard, Justin Edwards, Aduthiero was out there quite a bit for the Wildcats during the Global Jam. Uh, and he was out there, I think, doing both really good things on the offensive and defensive flo- uh, ends of the floor. And again, I just go back to, go back and watch those Global Jams, uh, or the, the games in the Global Jam. And he was so physical at different points, going for rebounds, driving. You get to see all of these different little moments where off the ball, and you're not paying attention to it, but if you'll go back and pay attention, I do Thiero just absolutely mauling somebody, <laughs> uh, and, and it's legal, it's legal, uh, but he's just overpowering different players physically because of just how much weight he's been able to put on or how much muscle he's been able to put on, and it, it truly, I'm, I'm emphasizing this so much because I truly do think it's going to change the way that Kentucky wants to use him because last year, it was kind of like, a, okay, maybe he's like a Shea Gilgis-Alexander type of player. Maybe he's going to like turn into a, a more ball-dominant you know, kind of score that can do a lot of different things, and he's skinny now, and he'll put on a little bit of muscle next year, but now you're looking at it's like, oh, maybe he thrives better off the ball. Maybe he thrives in a role away from it on the wing. 
and maybe he's more of a physical down low type of player and maybe somewhat of a hybrid type of looking uh, wing or guard, which is the final thing I want to talk about here. Um, just kind of giving reasons why he could be a secret weapon. It's that hybrid look I think he's going to give you for these different rotations that Kentucky wants to uh, put out there. And this comes down to, I think, a matchup thing. It's, it's the point I'm trying to make here. Fierro is not going to be an elite shooter. I don't think he's going to be that. But what he is is he's going to be, I think, not dominant, but very aggressive in, in the paint and when it comes to driving and slashing to the rim. Kentucky is going to find ways to exploit uh, that the matchup that he provides you on the court, not just on offense, but also on defense as well, because Thierro can also slide up and play a maybe a more versatile wing or guard that can handle the ball well. Thierro defensively, I think, brings a lot to for you when it comes to just ability to anchor things down uh, one through four, uh, honestly. So I, I really like Adu Thierro's upside this year. Again, just the complete change this offseason, changing the director, uh, the trajectory of his, I, I, I guess the word is development and how he's going to pan out here at UK. He's a secret rep weapon for the Wildcats this year, coming off the bench, playing more than you might think, um, being a pretty uh, decent scorer and a very good rebounder in an aggressive physical uh, asserter uh, on both, if that's a word, on both ends of the floor. So if you've got any thoughts on Adu Thierro and what he's going to be this year, you can leave that in the comments below. Or you can hit me on the socials at Locked On UK. Before we move along here, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs, we've been talking about here on the show for quite some time now. They've been absolutely phenomenal for me for all different kinds of events. Bird Dogs are stretch khaki shorts designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They do the same thing that Lululemon does, but they fit way better. Bird Dogs actually recently just sent me a pair of their pants in navy, which do really go well with a lot of different things, that a lot, a lot of different outfits that I like to wear. And you can wear them just about anywhere. You can wear them to work events. You can wear them to go exercise. You can wear them casually out, hanging out with friends. They all, they look really, really good with a lot of different outfits and they fit way better than just regular shorts or pants that are made of like a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs decided to fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice your movement. They also have anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. I've got some friends that I've really turned on to um, to Bird Dogs immunity, and I've also been able to use uh, several different pairs myself for a lot of different events. Again, just incredibly comfortable, and they feel good to wear, and they look really good as well. You can go to birddogs.com slash college or enter promo code LockedOnCollege for a free white tech hat with your order. That's birddogs.com slash college or promo code LockedOnCollege for a free white tech hat. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. All right, continuing along here on the Wednesday edition of Locked On Kentucky, Lance Dahl hanging out here with you. Really appreciate you guys making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day. If you have not checked out the Locked On College Basketball podcast with Andy Patton and Isaac Shade, 
uh, you would be, uh, you would be, uh, I'd be disappointed in you, and you would be mistaken if you have not checked them out. Andy Pat and Isaac Shea do a great job over there breaking down what's going on in the college basketball world. They talk quite a bit about what's going on with the Wildcats. Sometimes I hop on the show as well. Experts, coaches, analysts, they've got them all over there at the Locked On College Basketball Podcast, wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube as well. You should check them out after you wrap up today's episode of Locked On UK. All right, we have officially the entire 2023-24 roster for the Kentucky Wildcats. Everybody's here. Some of them are more healthy than others, and all of the numbers have been officially announced. Again, we did this a few weeks ago, but I want to dive into this once more for the Wildcats and just kind of briefly talk about everybody as we go through their numbers for this upcoming season. Starting at the point guard spot with number zero, we have Rob Dillingham for the Kentucky Wildcats. Obviously, we've had some really interesting conversations surrounding Dillingham and whether or not he is going to be playing a starting role, a significant role, a, a bench role, a rotational role. What, he, what is Rob Dillingham going to look like? It's been a, a big topic of conversation here on the show, and I've talked about how excited I am about him as an offensive scorer. He wasn't very efficient during the Global Jam. I believe he shot sub-35% from the floor overall, but Dillingham, I think, is going to provide some valuable minutes in terms of basket, uh, ball distri- uh, distribution uh, for the Wildcats offense. I think he's also going to help with the pacing of different things throughout the season. At number one, we have Justin Edwards, and I actually just recently wrote at wildcatstoday.com. Again, uh, I'm writing for wildcatstoday.com now if you want to go check out my written work as well as Andrew Stefaniak uh, over there, both uh, both putting, uh, putting up some interesting content about the Wildcats and their upcoming season alongside some football content too. Justin Edwards was a piece uh, that I released recently. I believe it was yesterday actually, talking about whether or not Justin Edwards is underrated on this year's team. And I think some of the, some of you out there may say, how on earth could be, he be underrated? He's a five-star prospect, the best player in Kentucky's class. And I wrote about that. I identified that. And I also identified the fact that, you know, later on in the Global Jam, Justin Edwards was statistically playing pretty well. But the problem with the, situ- the situation here with Justin Edwards isn't around the fact that he's a good basketball player. It's the fact that it doesn't seem like there's a lot of folks online talking about Justin Edwards and what he could be for this team, I think, relative to some of the other players on this roster. And you see a lot of people excited about the backcourt, rightly so. You see a lot of people discussing what's going to happen with the injuries in the frontcourt. Zvonimir Ivasic is going to be an interesting player uh, for Kentucky this season. What's going on here with all these different wings and backcourt players and frontcourt players, but Justin Edwards just kind of gets lost in the shuffle. I think we need to be giving more attention to Edwards and what he is and what he can be for the Wildcats this season. Not the best shooter, but I think one of the more dynamic players on this roster, definitely one of the best dunkers, I think, on the team as well. Adu Thiero is at number three. Aaron Bradshaw at number two. Aaron Bradshaw, as we've discussed, still currently trying to rehab, get to 100% back from his surgery on his foot. I think that at this point, he's going to be just fine. Now, whether or not he's able to get right for the beginning of the season is a question that we have to ask, considering how Coach Cal has handled injuries in the past. Um, But Bradshaw, one of the uh, Kevin Durant type of players added to this roster, one of two actually, 
Kevin Durant-ish type of players that was added to uh, the Wildcats this offseason. He can handle the ball. He can shoot it a decent amount, and he's a he's a good offensive. He's a good rebounder and a good finisher as well. Adu Thierro is kind of a glue guy for the Wildcats this com- upcoming season. He has really bulked up, gotten a lot more physical. You're going to see him kind of play like a tank on the court, just, just rolling over people. I think that he's going to be a strong finisher, high flyer for the Wildcats as well. Not the best shooter, but one of the more, um, I would say, valuable pieces on this roster just because of what he does in terms of depth. And uh, you, uh, you can rotate him at different spots as well if you want to rotate him to point for fun. You can absolutely do that. Kentucky did that at different times last season, as well as shooting guard. I don't know how much they're going to do that this year because of how his body has changed so dramatically, but Aduthiero at number three uh, is an interesting player. Trey Mitchell at number four. Again, talk about versatility. He can shoot the three. He can pass it. He can distribute it. He's showed in the Global Jam that he can be one of Kentucky's most efficient players when given the opportunity uh, to be so. And then at number 12, we have Antonio Reeves, probably going to be Kentucky's leading scorer this upcoming year. Getting buckets left and right during the Global Jam shot over 50%. I was just so impressed with what Antonio Reeves did in terms of offensive aggression. He was really out there leading the charge for Kentucky's offense, and I, I expect him to do the same during the actual season this year. Grant Darbyshire's number 13, Brennan Canada, number 14, Reed Shepard, as you know, number 15, showed out during the Global Jam, took him a while to get his scoring going, but he was impressive later on uh, down the stretch, led the team, I believe, in assists per game during the round robin. He's going to be another one of those guys that's kind of a glue guy, can do everything for Kentucky in this backcourt. Rob Dillingham, DJ Wagner, and Reed Shepard, three great players in this backcourt. And don't forget about Antonio Reeves, who can slide down to the three, I suppose, but shooting guard's where he's going to be at. Joey Hart at number 20. Did not get to see much of Joey Hart during the Global Jam, which I was kind of surprised by. DJ Wagner at number 21. Walker Horn at number 22. Jordan Burks at number 23. We got to see him uh, contribute a decent amount, especially in later games during the Global Jam. I am... Waiting for, I think that he's going to be a piece that we have to wait on as a fan base. He'll be back next season unless he transfers, and he's one of those guys that I think can be a valuable rotational uh, player off the bench for the Wildcats, and uh, I think that Jordan Burks will need a little bit of time to expand his game and get more comfortable with it at the collegiate level. Kareem Watkins at number 25. Yugan Onyenzo at number 33. Again, more physical Yugan Onyenzo is, I think, uh, especially considering what he's done this offseason to get there. And then the final player that is the unicorn is the Kevin Durant-ish type of player like Aaron Bradshaw. Zvonimir Ivasic is going to be number 44. The last time the Wildcats had somebody wear number 44 was Dakari Johnson. Uh, some of you out there may know that. It's a very valuable uh, number throughout Wildcat history. And Ivisic is going to be the next player up to where it. I think it's going to look good on him. Seven foot two, number 44, let's rock. I'm excited about this roster. I'm excited about what Kentucky could be. And I know I continue to say the same thing about it. I continue to say, it's interesting. There's potential. I'm thinking about different players being valuable, being versatile. This roster, after getting to see it play and getting to see it develop, looks so much different than I could have anticipated 
especially so like in the in May, in the May June months. I, I was really down and out on what Kentucky was, and now we're looking ahead to what Kentucky can be with this roster and what it will do in the non-conference slate, and I'm more excited. I'm more optimistic, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Kentucky's going to win a national title, and I'm going to continue to stick to the opinion that Kentucky is probably um, probably going to be in the mix, but I, I doubt that they pull it off because of how statistically improbable it is. Um, but there's more hope here. There's more excitement, and there's more anticipation for different players like Ivasich and Wagner and Mitchell, and Bradshaw, and Edwards, and all these different guys here. So if you have any thoughts on Kentucky basketball this upcoming season, you can leave it in the YouTube comments below. Also, just want to remind you guys, if you have any sort of questions that you want to ask about Kentucky basketball or football, you can absolutely leave them in the YouTube comments below. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Kentucky. You can follow the show on Twitter at LanceDaw or Locked On UK. You can follow me on Twitter at LanceDaw underscore. And you can follow the show over on Instagram. That is at Kentucky Podcast. Any questions, comments, concerns, again, leave them in the YouTube comments below. Hit me on the socials. I will see you all tomorrow for another episode of Locked On Kentucky. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day and God bless. Thank you.